0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Rhythm and Bay podcast, the podcast that figures out exactly who you are, what you love, and what makes you you. Today I'm interviewing one of my favorite comedians in the whole wide world. Uh, This person is super special to me because not only are they hilarious, uh, just fantastic comedian, human being, funny person, host of the hilarious Hood Novel Book Club. You can find it. It's a podcast you can find on all streaming services. They also are like just one of my real life homies, former roommate, Rachel Hall. Hi! What up, what
1: up, what up, what up, what <laughs> up? This
0: is fun. How have you been, Rachel?
1: What are you up to these days? Good, girl. You know, telling jokes. I, I didn't tell you this because I was waiting on on the record day. You know, I saw Faji the other day. He can't... You yes, him? that's so fu-
0: Yes, I remember (laughs) Faji. Does he still do? Okay, so for y'all, let's paint a picture. Faji, aka AJ Faji, is a stand-up comedian that we both knew in Dallas when we started who is like 6'3", Nigerian, super handsome. And he used to be like, so I have a hard time getting girls. And I remember being like, sir, let's talk about what the audience (laughs) will and won't believe. (laughs) (laughs) Right? You got to sustain the the audience's disbelief.
1: Right? I was at the last Factory and I just, like, I just, in strolls, in this tall-ass African, and I was like, is that... the hell? <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I've been good. I just tell jokes and go home. You know me. Yeah, tell
0: the jokes and go home. But how is, how are things in do. Chicago? Are things, like, wide open right now? Or are we preparing yes. for another shutdown? How are we feeling? At this
1: point, I mean, things are wide open. But at this point, I mean, I have the vaccine, you know, I'm a superhero, of course. But at this point, if you're not gonna get it, just just don't come around me because I, I, I can't say that I give a damn anymore. I really can't. <laughs> if you're not gonna get it, then nigga, just die. Like, shit. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> damn like,
0: it. Thanos, not- yourself. <laughs> Thanos <laughs>
1: yourself. Thanos, <laughs> Thanos <laughs> yourself. Thanos <laughs> yourself.
0: You know, it's not often that my inspiration for the episode name comes like within five seconds. What if I called? This nigga just die, first time listeners, I, I'm black, I promise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, mm, that's how I feel about it. I don't, I don't think we're going to go into another shutdown because we've already led everyone to water. So if you're not going to drink, that's on you. Yeah. And me with the vaccine, like if I catch it, I'm still good. Like from what I understand about science, if I catch it, I'm catching the cold. If you catch it, you catching the 911 to the hospital so you could die. So My biggest
0: biggest fear is like losing someone I love obviously, but like my second biggest fear is getting it and it's a mild case, but I never get my sense of taste and smell back. I don't know. I just like if I think that so would be so tragic to never be able to taste. If I couldn't taste that, mm-hmm. said,
1: that maybe that's the thing I need to lose these 30, 40 pounds that I've been trying to lose for 30 years. So maybe that's what I
0: need to not be able to taste nothing. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe that's what I, had I the- need in my life. The last time I was flying, I had oh. the darkest thought. I was sitting behind this family, and their kid, like, clearly needed a diaper change. And it just smelled oh. so bad. And the mom and the daddy were just talking, like, they, and I was like, ooh, they all got COVID. Because there's no way they don't smell like that. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way. That, I will
1: say that is
0: 100% a thing. Like, I sw-
1: I'm, I've, I was this way when it was like bad anyway, though. Like, cause I used, I like to get up and go walk around in the morning or something. And I'm usually the only person outside. So therefore I'm not putting my mask on. I'm the only person outside. Ain't nobody else up at six o'clock in the morning, but maybe four or five other people. However, if I'm outside, if I, if you look like you might get COVID, if you look like you question what happened on January 6th, like if you look funky, I'm pulling the mask up. Okay. I'm pulling
0: the mask up. <laughs> people just look a little a little COVIDy. They just look a little COVIDy. to you. Some like, people, Ugh. yeah.
1: Some people, I'm like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, I, mm-mm. Some people just look like they have lung failure. <laughs> and I don't... Oh,
0: man. Sorry. Well, I don't want to. Taking time. it, keeping in accordance <laughs> to what we've already been talking about, death, loss, <laughs> all of that. <laughs> so... <laughs> The, have you listened to the show yet? You won't hurt my feelings. It's all right. Life has a lot of hours. I've listened to,
1: I've listened to halves of shows. Like I'll listen to it on my way to work out in the morning, like, or like, like yours or like Damon's podcast or something. But then when I get to where I was going, I stop
0: and I always listen to music on the way back. So I don't think I've ever finished. That's okay. That episode. is okay. At least you weren't like, and then you always get to this one part where I'm like, "Damn, Jasmine, shut up!" And then I turn you off. <laughs> <laughs> at least you didn't tell me you're like you have a breaking point with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, so you're probably nah, at least familiar with point. the. <laughs> you're probably at least familiar with the format. Then the way we do it is each episode starts with a history lesson. Now, here's what I like to warn yes. my listeners: I am a music lover. And I'm also a music learner, just like you. So if I'm ever giving you some information or asking a question, you're like, how do you not know this? B- bitch, don't quiz me. I'm just enjoying life, okay? I'm just enjoying And <laughs> hey, you life.
1: don't know either, one person. Everybody knows one a lot about one particular
0: thing. And even that thing, you still don't really know about. So yes! chill out. Like. Like for me, I have always known about this artist. Grew up listening to their music. I'm about to tell you guys about our history lesson of the week. However, I didn't know the details of exactly how they left us. Now, I've done some surveys, and one of the big things that people love in the podcasting sphere is murder. So, (laughs) without further ado, we love a murder. Without further ado, it is Rhythm and Bay presents bum 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 behind the murders. This week we are talking about a soul legend. Who do you have a guess who it is? That was murdered, is it Sam Cooke? No, it is not Sam Cooke, mm. but it is, a, it is a Prince, soul legend that was murdered. Michael no. Jackson. No, you know, what's interesting is there's some, there's some back Whitney and forth- Whitney about- Houston. No, damn. <laughs> Wait, was Whitney murdered? Do you believe Whitney was murdered? I don't- Carrie Hilson. She Carrie not dead, is- but
1: someone murdered her career. <laughs>
0: that was that was a suicide <laughs> Carrie Hilson murdered her <laughs> own career when she decided to talk shit about That's Beyonce fair. in the in the height of beehivery because like there was That's a time fair. when when the beehive was as active as the way barbs are now like now I mean you mm-hmm. if you say t- you talk some trash about Beyonce we will talk trash about you but it used to be to the point where like you said something negative about Beyonce and then a white van pulled up at your house like it was Hello? <laughs> I'm here. I'm here to see
1: Jamal Jackson. Get your ass in the car, nigga.
0: And then Solange the like,
1: beats the shit out of you.
0: And Jamal's like, what did I do? And it's like, did you or did you not say Beyonce is a little overrated? That's all I said. Get in the <laughs> I mean, do you remember SNL had a sketch about this called the Baygency?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. I sure
0: do. I sure do. I remember that sketch clearly. Oh man. I mean, there was those are my two of my favorite Beyonce based sketches don't involve Beyonce because she's such a cultural yeah. icon. Is Baygency and then the one the day America found out Beyonce was black it was like Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The uproar the, right after, after the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's because she had the Black Panthers and there was like, you know, yeah um the beginnings of like um, anti-cop rhetoric back, you know, so people, of course, just like freaked out, and there were so many people who were like, "What do you mean she's been act- she's been an activist for a very long time?" And they're like, "No, they're not. She's the single ladies lady." Like, like. Um, just but no, being disrespectful on Blue Ivory's internet. Yes, but no. Um, <laughs> Carrie Hilson is alive and still with us. Although I do feel like Beyonce yes. put the nail in her coffin when she put that little hook on lemonade that hopped up out the bed, put my swag on. Oh, I feel like that. was. I (laughs) never would have thought about
1: that because Beyonce is from third ward Houston.
0: That's what
1: that was.
0: That's what that was. Now it was soldier boys. It was soldier boys hook first and Carrie Hilson borrowed right. it and we loved it. But by Beyonce doing right. it a third time, when we think about it, we think about Soldier Boy and Beyonce, we erased Carrie from the narrative. It's one, thing to, somebody... Carrie. <laughs> it's one thing to end somebody's it's one thing to end somebody's career, but Beyonce effectively reduced what was already existing. Her existence. Yes. And I mean, Damn Carrie, damn she... Carrie. Isn't
1: she on that show with all the other ex people who couldn't make it in their groups? Uh, I, like should that. Like Don, I should be watching that. It's like Don, Don from In Vogue, they got her out of her car, and and Latavia, wherever the fuck she been. So, <laughs> Aubrey oh Day, crazy You're ass. right. What network like is those... like... it like all those? It sounds like something sh- that come on the Zeus network, which I am not paying for. Zeus, go ahead and Zeus? make that shit free.
0: You oh my God, are outside your
1: mind. I think i if you think I'm about to pay
0: $3 a month to watch Jocelyn's Cabaret. Ugh, oh, you want to hear something disgusting? So I just got out the shower and my ears are wet. And I just grabbed whatever napkin was next to me. And I had was eating a hamburger. And so a little bit of the hamburger oh, was no. on the napkin. Oh, no. And I put it no, in my Jasmine. ears. No, ma'am. <laughs> No. Uh, and I can smell. The, I can smell no. the sautéed <laughs> onions in my ears right now. I don't know how to explain it, but I can. My senses. This is how you know I have hack. I have active, working mucus membranes. My ears that are full of disgusting. onion right now.
1: I feel so fucking. Yes. You are gonna have to get some
0: tweezers and pull it out. <laughs> I mean, I know. I
1: feel like, like it's just an an onion debris.
0: Like I wish it was an actual oh, piece what the hell of is
1: onion? onion debris. Well, when do, you, you saute onion onions,
0: you know how onions be sweating. Like, it's, it's
1: like wow, sweat. so you got onion juice in your hair.
0: I do, and it's so nasty. <laughs> they say oh, onion juice and garlic juice oh, make your hair grow, oh, so oh. you have some hairy ears. Ooh there is trouble in the Ellis Gaskin household because now there's onion juice inside our earphones and we have to say Wednesday <laughs> This man is going to leave me. This man is going to leave me. <laughs> I fucked up bad. That oh, was man. where the
1: line has been drawn. I don't, Alex don't do onion ears.
0: All right. Speaking of people who fucked up bad, Marvin Gaye's daddy killed him. That is the story. Of today. Yes. We're finally yes, Marvin Gaye's
1: daddy shot that nigga.
0: So I was wow. growing up. What did you know about this story? I have an article here from um, on this day in history. But Rachel, tell me what you knew growing up about this story, or like how how did you okay. know about this?
1: So how I know about it is Marvin Gaye was playing on the radio, and my mama just looked at me and said, "You know his daddy killed him, right?" And I was like, "That's an interesting way to introduce this topic." I thought we were enjoying the song. <laughs> uh, um but <laughs> damn word let's go marvin getty Gaye, marvin Gaye's daddy shot him now all i know from my understanding is marvin gay allegedly treated his daddy like garbage and his daddy was like nigga we not doing this no more and shot his ass that's what i heard and i was like well I guess he shouldn't be doing that. I don't know. Now, who got the hot noodles thrown onto them, too? Wasn't that Marvin Gaye?
0: It was Marvin Gaye, but you're thinking of hot grits. Let's get into it. At the, peak of his... <laughs> yes. At the peak of his career, Marvin Gaye was the prince of Motown. The soulful voice behind hits as wide-ranging as how sweet it is to be loved by you, mercy, mercy me, the ecology. And like his label mate, Stevie Wonder, Gaye both epitomized and outgrew the crowd-pleasing sound that made Motown famous over the course of his roughly 25-year recording career he moved successfully from upbeat pop to message music to satin sheet soul combining elements of Smokey robinson bob dylan and barry white into one complicated and sometimes contradictory package but as the critic micah eric dyson put it the man who chased away the demons of millions with his heaven heavenly sound and divine art was chased by demons of his own throughout his life that came that life came to a tragic end on april 1st 1984 oh man can you imagine getting this news and you're like nigga, it's April Fool's Day. No, Marvin Gaye's daddy did not kill him. Right, I mean, no, he didn't. <laughs> they
1: probably didn't report it until the next day, because they were like, like, ain't nobody gonna believe us. If somebody would
0: tell shit. me, like, some big-name celebrity was killed by their father on April Fool's Day, I'd like, this is a bad joke. Y'all are... Keep... right. I'd be I'm like, not... why would you put that in...
1: Why would you put that energy into the universe? Uh, yeah, wait, 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 wait. I'd be
0: mad, actually. Sorry. I, I'd be... I don't know. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be mad about that. I'd be pissed. Uh, I'd be like... Don't don't tell that lie. When Marvin Gaye I was shot and killed a movie by, his. About Marvin Gaye. They should. I heard that's been in talks for a long time. There was discussion of like Usher playing him. Which, if you oh had told no, me this,
1: absolutely fine. not. No.
0: <laughs> are we
1: anti-Usher today? <laughs> Fuck no. What are you gonna tell me, Tyrese
0: next? No. No. Okay, no, no. Tyrese. No. First of all, Tyrese, I no, I I'm sorry. Tyrese shouldn't be allowed anywhere. He shaved his girl's coochie on, on Instagram. Uh, why? Why? You can see her foot over his ankle. He has the razor in his hand. Why would you like? I heard were, about she, that he she they, had to have been balancing the phone would... on her stomach. Why would she? Like... Or like she holding it like right,
1: right between. Like, why would you? First of all, why would you do that? Why?
0: I'm, why?
1: I'm, how do? You, how do you even learn that's your fetish?
0: I don't understand. But why not just pause it? You know what I mean? Like you can. There's not. There's 24 hours in a day. There wasn't a different time of day you could have shaved your coochie and done this Instagram live. Because I feel like one could have happened at 8 a.m. One could have happened at 8 p.m. They could have been 12 hours apart. There was, and he didn't even change shirts. Like, but like, also,
1: why did we need to do this on Instagram live? Why? There was a certain you need to focus. You have point. a razor in your hand. Focus. You walking around with a razor in my clip and you trying to tit chat and talk on Instagram live. All these people sending emojis and stuff and you not focused on what you doing? No. Oh my god. Mm-mm. Go?
0: <laughs> Tyrese, I mean as a person with somewhere. onions in my ear, I can still say I find that disgusting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, I don't man. know. Maybe, maybe we found a new fetish for Alex. He likes licking onions out of ears. Maybe that's... we'll see.
0: I'm, I'm gonna slide up to him <laughs> and take these headphones off and be like, "Come here, baby," and just see. It's like, Is that a new perfume? <laughs> oh, song reference. Do you remember the Lil Boosie song "Independent"? Yes, of course. Who doesn't? My favorite song. My favorite thing about that song is the way Boosie does his own ad libs. It's like ha ha in the background. <laughs> <laughs> the way he laughs his own words. There's a part where he goes, she cook, she clean, never smelled like onion rings. And onion trinks. rings. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, because the bitch don't work at Dairy Queen.
0: She don't work there. I was like, why would you smell like onion rings? It's just so funny to me. Okay. Why does Marvin Gage, say think Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. <laughs> back back to Marvin Gaye. Um that, that life came to a tragic end on April 1st, 1984, when Marvin Gay was shot and killed by his own father, one day short of his 45th birthday. The physical cause of Marvin Gaye's death was straightforward gunshot wound to chest, perforating heart, lung, and liver, according to the Los Angeles County Coroner. The events that led to it were much more tangled. On one hand, there was the long standing conflict with his father dating back to childhood. Marvin Gaye Sr., the E was added by his son for his stage name, was a preacher in the Hebrew Pentecostal Church and a proponent of strict moral code. He enforced brutally with his four children. He was also, by all accounts, a hard drinking cross dresser who personally imposed. I don't mean to laugh. What? I just, like, <laughs> did you what? gather that whole sentence? Let me pick let me you back. Let me take what? it What? Marvin Gaye. S- yes. Marvin Gaye Sr. was a preacher in the Hebrew Pentecostal Church and a proponent of a strict moral code he enforced brutally with his four children. He was also, by all accounts, a hard-drinking cross-dresser who personally embodied a rather complicated moral... Sorry, I'm just laughing because I should have talked about this with with Matt Brown last week, aka Miss Brown. <laughs> I just feel like this would have God, been so would have much been more.
1: hour off of just
0: this. Not a hard drinking crossdresser. I've never known this part. This thank a you. Ha-
1: the, a hard drinking crossdresser, like damn. What there's life. something about that combination of words, and then a Hebrew Pentecostal preacher where that church at i did that church must not exist no more That's also no hebrew pentecostal church Does
0: i did not even know those Black words Israelite? went together Does that I, mean I think Black so real no Let's i'm see, not i feel like mm, Bef- pentecostal. before we have the hebrew pentecostals coming after us google is free let me go ahead and just find out about it before, <laughs> before anyone's like drag Off the (laughs) air. She doesn't know what we are. Hebrew Pentecostal is a religious philosophy derived from the inclusion of all divine concepts expressed in both the Old and New Testaments of the Bible. So it's just probably much more strictly Bible-centric. When I look up images of Hebrew Pentecostal churches, I do see a lot of Black members. So it appears to be an older Black church in the South and Midwest. Black Israelites. Hmm. I always thought Black Israelites were Jews, though, and not like, because this is Old and New Testament, so we're talking about Jesus here.
1: Oh, they have the new, okay. Hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. they're some sort of Jew for Jesus. I don't, May are Black Israelites in the heap? I guess they're the same thing. But I guess I thought that, which ones are the super militant Black people that aren't Muslim um, nation um, Islam? Which one are those? Aren't Muslims? Like, are super. they Black Israelites? Or is Black Israelite
0: like a slang term for something else? I, You know, when I think of Black Israelites, I just think of Nick Cannon. And I've gotten enough trouble <laughs> for talking about what? Nick Cannon. <laughs> Nick Cannon is you know, a Black Israelite? Nick Cannon, like, is one of those people, he's, like, really anti-Semitic. He's been on some wild stuff lately. And <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cannon ain't got no business being nobody's Black Israelite. His shoulder's too weak. Do you know he's had four children in the last year? Been like he said four really? children of and he says it's on purpose he's now up to seven. That's, and some that's, of their That's
1: not the uh, Morocco and uh, Monroe?
0: Oh, so you know the old school original children. So those are him and Mariah's. Right, names I know the OG
1: Mar- kids.
0: Yeah, OG kids, they're like 13 now. No, he's there he's got this new <laughs> squad. So it was like then two and then like 6 <laughs> years after like a couple like a four or five years after his divorce with Mariah, he has one more and then in the last year, he's gotten four different women pregnant. And the names are what in the future is going on? One of them is named Zillionaire. Like, Zillion is the first name, and then Air is the middle name. <laughs> another one is named Golden, which I actually like. Uh, okay, that's fine. And then another one is named Powerful Queen Cannon. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to
1: Rhythm and Day. This was great. <laughs> Podcast over. <laughs>
0: We are gonna get through Marvin Gaye, but we talk, we are gonna get powerful queen. We got we can't just leave it at his daddy being a hard drinking cross dresser. That there's more to it. There's got to be more of that. All right, I am gonna say that phrase again. So let's just all buckle in, so we yes. can get through it. He was a preacher in the Hebrew Pentecostal church and a proponent of a strict moral code he enforced brutally with his four children. He was also, by all accounts, a hard-drinking crossdresser who personally embodied a rather complicated model of morality. By some reports, Marvin Sr. harbored significant envy over his son's tremendous success. See, that's what I always heard growing up. And Marvin Jr. clearly harbored unresolved feelings towards his abusive father. That always added up to me as well. Those feelings spilled out for the first time in Los Angeles' home of Marvin Gaye Sr., and those feelings spilled out for the final time in the Los Angeles home of Marvin Gaye Sr. and his wife, Alberta. Their son, the international recording star, had moved into his parents' home in late 1983 at a low point in his struggle with depression, debt, and cocaine abuse. Only one year removed from his first Grammy win and from a triumphant return to the pop charts with sexual healing, Marvin Gaye was in a horrible physical and, physiolo- and psychological and financial shape after an argument between father and son escalated into a physical fight on the morning of April 1st, 1984, Alberta Gay was trying to calm her son in his bedroom when Marvin Sr. took a revolver given to him by Marvin Jr. Oh, he shot him with his own gun and shot him three times in the chest. Marvin Gaye's brother, Frankie, who lived next door and who held the legendary singer during his final minutes, later wrote in his memoir that Marvin Gay's final disturbing statement was, I got what I wanted. I couldn't do it myself. So I made him do it. Oh, Oh, tragedy! So Jesus, just a man, super complicated, messy relationship. That and Eminem was at a really sad, low point in his life, which is so interesting to think that he had finally, after a very long career, started to receive accolades. And <clears throat> if you kind of look at like the the trajectory of the music he was putting out, it went from like a very Palatable pop sound that was accessible to Mm -hmm. everyone, i.e., white people, to Mm -hmm. a more socially conscious mood, back to a sexy the soul. Mm -hmm. Which and it's it's here's the thing: is human beings are complex. But when you think about it, it's like maybe he wanted to do more of the political stuff, got pushed back into what was more appealing to pop, and was just in a bad place because of it. You know, there's so many reasons why a person can just be in such a bad space. But I never knew that he said. I got what I wanted. I didn't know that part. I didn't know that part. Like, damn, Jesus. Jesus. Uh, I I, I need more information on Marvin Gaye Sr., a hard drinking cross dresser who carried a pistol. I wonder
1: if, and I know this has absolutely nothing to do with anything, but I wonder what Marvin Gaye Sr. looked like. Like Hmm. was he, because, because he was like a real like, they said like uh, uptight preacher man, Hebrew, Pentecostal, whatever, was he like the complete opposite when he would
0: dress in oh, drag he, like, essentially? Like I when don't he, have, was he like real sexy? I don't have any pictures of him in drag. However, he looks just like an older Marvin Gaye. Like if Marvin had lived and was still with us today, I think he'd look just like his dad looked, like they just have the exact same face. Oh yeah. man. I'm,
1: I'm pretty sure there's probably some jealousy in this prince of like, my son's famous and I never got to be uh, anything, quote unquote, like, you know, to the, so I, I'm sure there's probably lots of jealousy, even if they did love each other, there's probably some routines oh, yeah. of jealousy. And I, for a lot I did, of people.
0: I, I, I wonder why he moved back into his dad's house when his brother lived right next door. That seems strange. That seems really strange. Like he could have moved in with his brother. Maybe his brother had kids uh, or family living there too. But he moved back then with them when he was at a really low point in his depression. And he had been there for yeah. a little over a year. And they just were fighting and things were bad. Oh man. That's really, really yeah. heartbreaking. Um, you brought up the hot grit story. And it's one of those things like the hot grit story is like black people lore. Legendary. It but is it's legendary. one of those things that, like nobody is actually like knows the whole story so i just typed no. in the phrase hot grit story and that, that's Ooh.
1: it just hot just hot grit story not marvin oh not this is else.
0: al green, <laughs> like, oh, al green was the
1: grits.
0: this is one of those things that black people do where if a bunch of things happen around the same time we start to think they all happen to the same person they all so- happen
1: to <laughs> the same person same time doesn't matter what it is. It could be an actor. If it happened in the movie, it happened in real life. That's just how it goes.
0: You know what I mean? Like, like remember how in the 2000s, Sierra was both pregnant and secretly a man? And, like, you know what I mean? Like, there was some. Yeah. Was just... Oh, man. I forgot about that dumbass rumor about Sierra that she was a dude. They I definitely remember seeing a t- Jamie
1: Glee Curtis her.
0: I saw a TikTok recently that was like, we owe her an apology. Like, we just all spread that lie and just thought it. And I was like, you know, we don't. I I, uh, I do think <clears throat> the old apology, but also Sierra done stun on all of us. She she rich rich. You she you got it. Rich, rich. She,
1: she has she has she is already said fuck you. I don't need your apology with her career. And you know what? I understand. You know who else we owe an apology to? Who? Um, who else did we? Uh, you remember when everybody said Aaliyah had a lazy eye?
0: Because she wore, I believed that with everything in my heart until I saw the "More Than a Woman" video, and she had a middle part, and I was like, "Oh, she has two eyes!" Everybody was like, "Aaliyah, I got no lazy ass eye, that's why she got the swoops." Man, the way we use, you know what I think is so funny about this is, how did we spread rumors before the internet? How did we all believe the same thing? Like it was just somebody's big cousin coming to us talking about something. You had to be determined.
1: You had to be determined to spread that rumor. You had to be determined. Like you had to sell a box of a, a candy. Like I had to get all this. I got to sell all this. So let me walk these streets. I'm going to knock on every like door everyone- and be like, hey, excuse
0: me, sir. You know, Leah guy, lazy guy. And then you walk off to the next house. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the last time I remember receiving news without the internet was when Michael Jackson died. I was working in the Park Mall in Arlington. I was working the front desk at Glamour Shots. And I was just standing there and this black woman walked up and said, <gasps> did you hear? Michael Jackson done died. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, it's true. And then I went to the the one big-ass IBM computer we had and, like, searched it on, like, ass Jeeves or whatever we were looking on. And I was like, oh, she's right. And then I called my boyfriend that night, and he was like, yeah, I was in traffic, and somebody rolled down their window and was like, they said Michael Jackson died on the radio. Like, people were telling each other by word of mouth. That's how, like, it was. See, that's interesting was. that you learned it that way, because I think he died in the
1: morning. I remember when I found out I was uh, I was working at a Ross and I was at work all fucking day. All day. And by mean, what I seen mean all day, I mean like from open until like three o'clock, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was at work all day. Black folks coming in and out all day. Meet nobody said anything? All day. And nobody say shit. I got in the car to go home. There was no signal where we were, so I couldn't get a clear radio station either. So I'm driving silent for a long way. And then by the time it kicked in, as we know, I'm old at heart. So like the old school station kicked on and they was just playing Michael Jackson music. Didn't think nothing of it. I was like, okay, this is a Michael Jackson mega mix. I love it. (laughs) Mega mix ended, they were like, uh, RIP to Michael Jackson. I was like, wait, what? Back the fuck up. What do you mean?
0: I R. cannot R. I. believe nobody at your Ross told you. I want the
1: day. I want the day. <laughs> and I was like, that's not true. And I remember I called my aunt. I called, um, my mama. I turned to every other radio station to make sure this wasn't some like Sinbad rumor. Where like you know, man dies every two years. That, that rumor fucking starts going around. Which I was because like, now he really is true. sick. He's
0: had like several heart um, heart and attacks. No
1: and no one's gonna believe him when he dies. I hope oh. he's. I hope you're happy. This is what happens when you won't just tell everyone that you made a movie named Shazam and we yeah, all he remember didn't. it. We're not he did fucking not. crazy.
0: He did. He, okay. Yes, I can, he okay. Let me. Did. Clear. Pause. Let me go ahead and he clear did, up the Sinbad. No! Did, Sinbad. Rachel, whenever you're ready to stop talking, I'm ready to correct you. Are you ready? Oh my god. We're okay. on here like Stephen A. Smith right now. This is like this is the most... <laughs> okay. Sinbad guest starred on all that and he was dressed as Ishkabu's father. If you remember, Ishkaboo was a character Keenan Thompson played who was this character from a far away land. They always dressed him like a genie. And he would make up these fake traditions to get random people who didn't know better to do it. He'd say, in my country, we stick our face in cream corn. And he had like this weird, not an accent. So there's an episode where Sinbad plays Ishkabu's father and also dresses like a genie. All of you have Ishkabu, you have that in your head. And then you remember that Shaq was in a movie called Kazam where he played a movie that came out of a boombox and y'all conflate the same the two because there were commercials for Kazam during the episode of of uh, all that. All of you are just re- misremembering two events and conflating them into one. I'm telling you. There no! Is no the election <laughs> was stolen! One, this is
1: bullshit! Shut your COVID ass up! <laughs> COVID is not real. Tupac, Tupac is still alive. The earth is flat, nigga. The earth is flat.
0: Okay, I have to call this episode the earth is flat, nigga. I have to. <laughs> I,
1: I... <laughs> oh man, I missed you. I fucking missed you. Shout out to Keenan Thompson. Shout out to Keenan Thompson.
0: And he can, Keenan Thompson can confirm my story. So this is that he will confirm that Sinbad played his daddy one time, and they were both dressed like genies, and no. <laughs> they used to tape this high ponytail on top his little his little fade. You don't know. He had a tiny little afro. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Alright, with that note, let's just go ahead and get into how crazy Rachel really is. Shout out the to next- that
1: rubber, rubber ducky that he that he had in the pool and on all and all that in the tub, the little yes. rubber duck. Shout out to the duck. Yeah, Francais. Oh. Yes.
0: <laughs> I remember all like I'm more a fan of Keenan Thompson on all that than I am on S N L. No offense, he's great on S N L but he played some think he iconic. Would take ca- I he played some iconic characters on it on all that. Junkie so that's Shout out to Cal. Did you know they both auditioned for SNL but only Keenan got it? Same time. Yep, same same day. Damn. It's crazy. That is crazy. That is, that is wild to me. Um, but that happens a lot. Like I heard Sashira Zamata and Nicole Byer, like they were best they are besties still. They have a podcast together. They did um mm-hmm. a sketch show and they both auditioned for SNL and one got it and one didn't. And, you know, I think Nicole just got an Emmy. So I don't know, that's the one thing I'm learning about this business is like you, your friends can succeed in different ways and at different timelines, and it's just, it's all gonna be what it is, and yeah. it's just all over the place. But it's also weird, right? It's also like, it, I, I, cause
1: you know me, I like, I, I, I love my movies, I love watching actors talk about movies, I love watching actors just talk about like their lives before, blah, blah, blah. And when you listen to like older actors, you know how much I love De Niro, but like, uh, De Niro or, or whatever, you listen to these people talk and they're like, Oh yeah, I remember back in 19, blah, blah, blah. It was me, Meryl Streep, this person, this person, this person, yeah, we just, all, we just all hung out. And it's like, what do you mean you hung out? You were just <laughs> friends? You can't, what do you mean? But then you, it's like that circle, and then it's it's, they're all like, they all became who they are in their own time. But even at our level, I can turn on the TV and be like, is that my roommate? man that's crazy like <laughs> it's just weird i can walk into the to the laugh factory and be like oh what's up chris like it's weird it is it's it bizarre. is
0: weird. and i'm learning too this like i'm sure the germans have a word for it because they always do but that feeling of like genuinely being happy for someone <laughs> like you're not you're not fake they always
1: got a word they, the they have a word talking. for everything but
0: you you genuinely feel happy for someone else but then you do feel like a little tickle of sadness for yourself like it's not like oh I don't want her to have this but I wish I had got it too you know like I I wish there would have been a spot for like I'm like like yesterday there was a big announcement of like JFL and the Comedy Central half hours and I was just like so hyped for everyone because like I'm at this point where I know everyone but I'm like (sighs) soon you know so it's, it's a weird it's, it's yeah
1: it's very yeah. it's very weird it's very weird especially especially when it's a thing that you, especially when it is a thing that you audition for mm. when you yourself also auditioned or submitted for it like there was i mean perfect example of this there were a bunch of writing packets that were due re- recently kind of around at right yeah. the same time and uh i've gotten better i've gotten way better at the point of like just write something that i'm happy with especially when it comes to writing stuff right i'm happy with it i loved it i laughed other people laugh and if whatever happens happens but i do know someone who submitted a packet and they got a call or they went all the way up to the top they didn't get it but they went all the way up there and i was like ah good for them but also what about mine like <laughs> yeah
0: yeah that it's feeling weird. it's
1: weird it's weird it's, i am it, genuinely happy for you but like also i want to be happy for me too
0: <laughs> i think i think nothing can really prepare you for that because like in any other industry you're not you're not like in bed with your competition you know what i mean like you have to just actively you know what i mean if i if i in the, in the rest of the world if you and i go for the same accounting job we don't know each other like that like we don't have yeah like, and when then in six months from now, we don't have to apply again and then hope that, you know what I mean? Like, it's weird. So it is a yeah. it, it is a weird feeling, but I am always proud of you and everything that you do and all the cool things that you got going on. So this next episode. Ditto, of the girl. Show, yes, Boo. Thank you, Boo.
1: So the next <laughs> episode of the show is called
0: Playlist of Your Life. And I found out that's the name of another podcast. So I've got to drop that name. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. I just found that out today, so I need another name for it. If you've got a suggestion, um, you know what? Just the, let's just call this, bay, this the Baylist, the, 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 the ri- Baylist, the,
1: ba- the Rhythm and Baylist.
0: Bay, you know what? Bayless. Give me your Baylist. Yeah, Baylist. Why not? Bayless? I don't know why I didn't think of that before. Consistency, hello, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> come on, Branding. All right, so. uh, And by the way, every time I see you in that Cheez Its commercial, I scream. I'm like, that's my roommate! (laughs) (laughs) I only see it when I'm in home. Because here's the thing I am such a, whenever I do colleges, I stay in the same hotel every time. I'm never going to say it out loud because I don't want anyone to figure out where the hell I'm at. Uh, That's
1: how you get points.
0: Yeah, that's how you build up your points. And it's consistent because then the bed feels the same. Like it's consistent. And I always watch friends on home. Yes and then I always wa- I or always order wings and I watch friends on Nick at night and you be between friends and young Sheldon at least twice a night between friends and young Sheldon. <laughs> Yo! Okay, I also have
1: like little um, I also yeah. have my like usually my pre-show right and what I do is when I'm like okay, now it's time for me to get ready to go like to start putting makeup on or whatever, I always turn on Living Single. And like, so I sit down and watch them as single and I did not tell you this either, but guess who met Maxine Shaw, attorney at law the other night? Oh, you did? Was I didn't nice? get a picture with her. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? I didn't get a picture with her because right when I got up to her, she had just finished taking a photo and she like kind of put her mask back on. I was like, I think she tired of taking photos. <laughs> so I don't want to ask but it was me and a bunch of other comics. She was at the Laugh Factory with Tank from Tank and the Bangas. What? By the way, what a night! So met her too. I know. And uh, met both of them. Erica Alexander is a goddess walking. She gave me all of the Erica Badu vibes I needed. She looks the same.
0: She does. And I've seen she's her on that. Uh...
1: The nicest. And she's taller than you think she is. Really, is she taller than you? No, she's still short, but I'm saying she's taller than you might think she
0: is. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Yeah. I can see that. That's so cool. Maxine Shaw, Attorney Law, AKA Erica Alexander. All right, so give me your list of five songs that sum up who you are. What five songs would they be?
1: Okay, so the way that I decided to go about doing this, uh, because I was like, five songs, oh God. But I always ask people this. <clears throat> I always ask people this cuz I think it's a fun question, right? So, your top 5 artists of all time. Now, mind you, the artists can change, but there has to be a top 5, right? Okay. So, I I'm doing it according to my top 5 artists of all time at the moment. Okay. If that makes sense.
0: Okay, so, the so you have effectively yes. redistributed the entire premise of this podcast, and I'm going to allow it. I'm a <laughs> benevolent leader. I will, allow, I will allow you to come in well, here like... and completely change the rules. <laughs> well, no, because it still answers,
1: right? But it also kind of speaks to who I am, because I love these these five artists, and these five songs have always been stuff to me. Eh? As uh, long as uh, you have
0: songs, uh, because I'm supposed to have a podcast no, I forgot I'm still with an gonna... episode.
1: I'm gonna I'm, okay. I'm gonna give you songs. Okay, okay. So the first song, and like I said, this is also part of my top five people, comes from the group Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh yeah. Yes, I love me some Earth, Wind, and Fire, and it's actually "Southern Girl" by Earth, Wind, and Fire.
0: Yes, I love it. Why that is "Southern Girl"?
1: Girl. I don't, I wish I could tell you, but of all, it's a, honestly, it's a tie between Southern girl and, um, golden time of day, but there's something about Southern girl. Like it hits me differently. All earth, wind and fire songs, they come on. You instantly feel like somebody auntie in the middle of Louisiana with a red cup in your hand, but Southern girl hits me. Cause I'm like, I'm Southern. I'm old school. It feels like what my soul looks like. I can and so see that. that is why I picked Southern Girl. I love that. If
0: you if you've never listened to the song Southern Girl, imagine it's a cookout. It's an outdoor evening. There are there's a full tray of peach cobbler, sweet potato mm-hmm. pie. Uh what else are we what else are we serving, Rachel? Uh the ribs, best potato salad. There's
1: brisket. Uh you know, there's ribs, there's brisket, there's the food that from that one cousin that you Wish she would stop, but you know, they' nice. Yes. So there's a sweet him, potato. There, there's going. a potato
0: salad that is yellow, not white. It is a mustard-based I potato salad that's I very hate important. That shit.
1: Oh. oh. <laughs> no. raisins. Who brought this? Who brought the wrong one? That's always somebody. But yeah, oh no. My. That that song just reminds me of East Texas grandparents' house outside kind of sweaty but kind of not southern just southern goodness
0: so that would be my first one at this cookout who are you and what are you contributing rachel when you show up
1: i'm contributing jokes i'm contributing a good time i trust the people who invited me to the barbecue so if anything i'm showing up with foil and paper towels
0: (laughs) You seem like a uh, cups kind of bitch. Like I break cups.
1: I will say, I will say though, because you know, as I've gotten older, I've gotten really nice about this. Uh, if if I can find them, if I'm on my way to wherever I'm going, like to your thing, and uh, if I happen to walk past uh, to-go plates, like the covered to-go plates, I will buy them because I know people want. To take food home and don't everybody always want to wrap shit up in foil so we can still leak in the car (laughs) so if i see those i will buy them but
0: i'll also bring the foil i appreciate those but the thing is if you don't buy a lot it just looks like you brought enough for you to bring back several plates for yourself (laughs) yeah when I went back home
1: during Memorial Day, my aunt had a Memorial Day barbecue, and her husband, his mother used to be a caterer, and so she still makes she still makes stuff. But she had I swear to God she makes some of the best pound, uh, pound cake ever. And so mm. she brought like three cakes with her. Do you not realize that every half an hour, what I was doing is taking a big chunk, wrapping it in foil, and hiding it, <laughs> so couldn't nobody else get it.
0: Oh man, my friend! That's that college what
1: the foil was for. I was like wrapping and hiding,
0: wrapping <laughs> and hiding, It takes a lot to make a good pound cake. <laughs> my friend Nick from college, he has he has this theory that you have to be over sixty five to make a solid pound cake, and no, <laughs> like, you haven't had enough life experience. If Maybe you're not. If you don't qualify <laughs> I, for ARP, you have no business making a pound cake. Like that is a direct quote from.
1: I could believe that. I could get behind that statement. I really could.
0: <laughs> so why, uh, cause you were so, you were so specific about the artist more so than the song. Cause you had a hard time choosing between the songs. Why is Earth, Wind & Fire so special to you?
1: I've been I've been hearing Earth, Wind & Fire my whole life. My I have a bunch of Earth, Wind & Fire albums that were my dad's. I think I, one of the first concerts I've, I ever saw with my parents, was like The Temptations and Earth, Wind, and Fire. I have seen them so many times. You know how white people love fish? Not the food, but the band. Like, that's how <laughs> I love me some Earth, Wind, and Fire. I'm not going to follow them niggas. I'm not going to follow them niggas around the world. I'm not that crazy. But like, I love me some Earth, Wind, and Fire. I really do. Like, I do it, it just It just reminds me of everything good.
0: How did you feel about the verses? They don't make music Earthwind, like that no They don't. How did you feel about the Earth, Wind & Fire versus the Isley Brothers with hosted by Steve Harvey? How did you feel about that?
1: Here's, I, I know a lot of people complained about Steve, but we were getting Steve at his best, okay? <laughs> he was giving, he was giving material out like stimulus checks. He was drunk and high at the same time, drinking champagne on an airplane. He was giving me everything I needed from Steve Harvey. So the next time I decide to dress up in a suit and a ball cap with a mustache, I know exactly <laughs> what to do. <laughs>
0: uh, Y'all, Rachel really I did start. perform in
1: Steve Harvey once with a ball cap, and it was so good. <laughs> the Steve Harvey drag is my zhush, okay? Watch out, Kenan, because I'm coming to replace you on SNL so I can do Steve Harvey, OK? <laughs> um, I thought that Earth, Wind & Fire looked like Earth, Wind & Fire. I thought Vernon, he still looked like Vernon. He's the bass player with all the hair and all the teeth. Uh-huh. He, they, they still seemed the same. That said, I was confused at first when they said there was they're going to do a versus between the two, because I thought all the Isley brothers outside Iran were dead. So I was like, who Ron gonna sit with? That's me. He just gonna be there by himself. Uh, But I didn't realize there was one more alive. I did not recognize Ron. I thought that that was an imposter on the stage the whole time. I was like, that is not Ronald Isley. That nigga ain't never looked like that. I was pulling out vinyl albums and comparing the face on the album cover to the what I saw on Instagram. I was like, that's not him. That's not him.
0: I would speculate I to say that he's had some uh, refreshing done. You know what sure. I mean? A little filling done to his face. I don't think he looks bad. I think he's done it gradually, as one as does. You know, it's kind bad. of like letting- I don't
1: think he looked bad at all.
0: Would you, would you let Mr. Biggs be your sugar daddy?
1: No no Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. No. negative, pa- negative. Uh-uh.
0: no even with his I, nice Ronald white Isley beard looks like he
1: always smells like hell no Ronald Osley looks like he always smells like collard greens or something and I don't Mm-mm.
0: He's he, to me he looks like he smells like a fine leather like the interior of a Mustang no no <laughs> no that nigga look like he always smelled like pork <laughs>
1: just pork <laughs> just pork
0: <laughs> oh man okay so earth wind and fire it's a classic because it reminds you of family home i love that take me to your next artist slash song since you're doing whatever the fuck you want on my podcast today <laughs> <laughs> My next song is brought to you
1: by the white knight himself, Michael Jackson. And Who calls him the white knight? Rem-
0: no one calls Michael Jackson the white knight. Hold up. You're not going to say it like it's a thing. Like you just tried to make fetch happen right quick. Hold up. I've never heard that in my entire life. Back it all the way up. Why Who not? Michael Why not?
1: It makes sense. It makes sense.
0: That is hilarious. Because he was
1: white done. when he died. At one point in time, he was as black as night. The white knight. Put them together. <laughs> I'll
0: allow it. Go on.
1: <laughs> so, my next song is going to be Remember the Time by Michael Jackson. Why Do that song in particular? the time. When you not, because i've always of course like everyone else a huge michael jackson fan had i own uh moonwalker on sega was my first sega game i had the the movie the um what's it called the uh oh yeah the the movie the moonwalker the movie with uh with danny uh not danny with joe uh joe pesci and all the uh-huh. white kids I had I owned that watched it a billion times owned uh the the concert videos but remember the time was the first time I took the time to learn the choreography of a music video Do you still watch that shit Oh I know bits and pieces of it still. If someone put a gun to your head but and was like
0: remember a- the time would you just be like Do you miss my baby would you <laughs> I remember
1: I remember some of I remember some of the breakdown I remember some of the the breakdown you know when it was the two people and then they started doing this shit the, the snake thing all the way to the ground. I remember some of that um, I don't remember it all the way. I could probably do bad all the way through and not stop I could probably do thriller all the way through and not stop but remember the time was the first time I ever actually was like let me learn the choreography. Let me that's like and don't get me wrong, of course we, we we all know beat it and bad and all that other stuff. But like, you know, you learn that through osmosis. This one I was like, <laughs> oh, this is a new video, let me rewind it. D let me let me just keep going back and forth until I learn this shit. And so
0: Definitely so remember re- the
1: time.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say with remember the time. It seems like it didn't even take you uh long to think of that particular one. Do you like like that's just like a undisputable favorite then, huh? that's the jail. that's a uh that
1: is a that is a champ that is a that is a champ that is my favorite michael jackson song
0: good well, that's an easy that's an easy problems. pick for me i get emotional yes. when i hear i'll be there which i guess is the jackson five song but uh, uh... i actually yeah, I chose that as my first dance song at my wedding. And, uh, you know, I have a complicated relationship not with with what music artists I support because of their past. But uh, I have this like side theory that I have when it comes to Michael, which is like anything he made as a kid doesn't count because then I can like feel bad mm-hmm. for him. Does this make sense? It's like I just I'm trying to like concentrate no, I got you. Whom. Yeah. Because it's not his uh, fault if he's a child. Yeah think it's just, I don't know, I'll Be There just makes me tear up, and it is just such a great song. So I love that one, but remember, The Time is a banger. Yes. It's just great. And visually, an amazing video. I mean, the graphics and stuff at the time were out Not, of this world. Eddie Murphy had his shirt off
1: and shit. Eddie Murphy was walking around with his shirt off and shit. Iman was sitting there just looking like Iman, just gorgeous for no reason. Uh, yeah. Who's, who was it? Berkeley Berkeley's big ass running around? Charles Barkley was, was in video. this? That was a, it was a well it was deep. who was it Was it Debo? Who was in it? Which basketball player was in the video?
0: Wait, was Debo as in Debo from Friday of um, past of Remember the Time? Not Remember the Titans, Remember the Time video. <laughs> um, written by Teddy Riley. That song was written by Teddy Riley, that's pretty cool. Uh, man, Teddy Riley. Was it really? It,
1: Go ahead, Teddy Riley
0: it's always so funny because i just think of him as the first person to really struggle with a verses at the beginning magic of the pandemic magic johnson magic johnson
1: it was magic johnson yes
0: i, I feel like if that video came out Directed today there'd johnson just be all this too. criticism about how there's no actual africans in it like but at the time black people were so excited to you do, couldn't do that shit pan-african and just like and celebrate africanism as an idea that we were just all about right. it and this is when this is when michael started getting those chin implants that were really really sharp like he just like that super plain chin
1: yeah and started doing the booty chin and the the, the yeah mm-hmm. that was before his nose fell off right not too long after that
0: I think you're right I think you're right I mean this is like the height of his popularity in like the 90s like it's a whole different time it's a little bit before Uh, Blanket but yeah no yeah I think before like a lot of controversy started around him too so an interesting time remember the time such a great song too so you you were just coming with hit after hit R&B legends so that Mm -hmm. I I, I actually want to listen to this playlist because sometimes I'd be like okay y'all Uh, I'm so glad you're connected to this. (laughs) So take me to track number three.
1: Okay, track number three comes from the most popular artist of all time. No one has ever had a complaint about him. They love him. They think everything he says is golden, and he has never made a mistake. Kanye West, roses.
0: (laughs) i said hold your breath hold your breath who is it gonna be who so you're saying the most unproblematic man in history um girl the the most unproblematic man in america how did you feel when you voted in the 2020 election and you saw kanye west on the ballot did you ever think you'd see that day because i literally i wanted to take a picture of my ballot he wasn't on the ballot here
1: he wasn't on the ballot here, otherwise I would have voted for him. Just,
0: no, you I'm wouldn't, wouldn't have. Gone. You would have voted for I'm... Con- I'm... Don't make me tell Just for the around. novelty you...
1: of it all. He wasn't gonna win. He wasn't gonna win.
0: That's Somebody had to vote
1: you. for him, but he wasn't on the ballot. He wasn't on the ballot in Illinois, so he never showed up. He wasn't on his the ballot in state. Every
0: Can you believe it? A Chi Town legend not on the ballot in his yeah. own state.
1: They were mm-hmm. like, nigga, no. Illinois was like, mm, not today, sir. There's gun okay. violence. I ain't got time for you.
0: Okay, no. what I have a I have a totally unrelated to music, but a silly question related to Kanye. Of the yes. Kardashian West slash Jenner West children, not like Kim and 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 Kylie them. I mean the babies of those babies. Which one do you think will grow up to be the most problematic? Out of Stormy Weber, aka Kylie's baby. Uh, True, Jackson VP. I cannot remember what Chloe's child's name, last name. What? Was. True. <laughs> True. Was that a For show free... on Disney Channel? True. I was True fucking VIP? with you right now. I could remember the kid's name oh. is True. I can't remember. What <laughs> oh, True Thompson because it's Tristan Thompson's daughter. Uh, then you have all. I think five of Kim Kardashian and 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 Kim and Kanye's kids. Saint uh, Saint North. Kim Jr. I'm getting I'm I'm losing these names when I'm talking. Which child do you think will grow up to Southwest. be the biggest problem? You think it'll be Southwest? Um. I, honestly, I think
1: they're all going to have a little bit of an issue because they're not going to make it past 15 in terms of the public eye. No hmm. one's going to care. Really, Kanye has ruined the future for them and Kim is up here acting like she going to be a lawyer. She out here playing dress up. And that's going to fuck them kids up too. So them kids going to be smart. They're not going to have anything to do with the 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 business. Uh, Chloe's child might have some issues because Chloe has issues. So she might have inherited those. But the other ones they going to be they going to be lawyers for real. They going to do something Kim couldn't. They going to pass uh, the bar.
0: I feel like it's gonna be Dream Kardashian. I think Dream Kardashian, that is Black China. No, that one is one I keep up with. Mm -hmm. That is Black China and Rob Kardashian's daughter. I think she is going to... Okay, she gonna become something. I think she's gonna be the most famous of them all because I think she's gonna attempt a music career that is either gonna be fire or be like the most wild nonsense that goes super viral because it's funny. But I could see... I could see her being It's probably like, going to oh. be bad. It's probably going to be some Aaron Carter shit. I, I could see... I think at least one of them is going to be a child, teen pop star. By the time they're like 14 or 15, they're going to try and go the Britney route with one of them. And I could see it unironically not being a Kardashian West, but being one of the side... They're not side babies, but you know what I mean—the babies from the from the lesser characters, like like Rob and they're all side babies. (laughs) They're all side babies. None of them are side babies. Side baby has a whole other connotation. It is typically the child of a illegitimate relationship. Well, then Chloe's is a side baby.
1: Well, then Chloe's is a side baby.
0: Well, well, well. Technically, (laughs) technically. All right, Kanye West, you you just you (laughs) took so much time to even defend that artist. I'm like, why Kanye? Why Kanye? What is the song? The the Kanye West song that really belongs. Roses, roses.
1: I don't know. I know it's past visiting hours, but can I please give her these flowers? You remember that one? It has the hair cut.
0: Oh my gosh, that is the old Kanye. We miss the old Kanye that's off yes. of his first oh, album kanye. or second album late registration why that song
1: uh-huh it's it's absolutely positively gorgeous It's um i think it's one of the very few times uh yeah one of the very few times kanye has ever truly been honest uh. about him about his feelings. I think it's one of the very few times we've ever heard that. And I think how he mixed this song together, like the the production of the song, is absolutely uh genius. And then there's there's lines in this that I just like really love, which is hard to say because Kanye is not a good rapper. And I love Kanye, but let's just be real, Kanye can't. He's not good like that lyrically. But there's some <laughs> there's some good lyrics in this and the Patti LaBelle sample and her actually singing on it. I mean, who doesn't want to listen to Patti LaBelle yell?
0: You know? Do you feel a personal connection to the song? Does it remind you of anything that's happened in your life or anything you've experienced?
1: It does after the fact, right? Um, Not at the time. At the time, I just thought, fuck, this is a really good song. Um, Mm -hmm. I felt for him just because of the story of it all. Um, but at the time, no, now, when I look back, like now having lived life, um, I always think about my mom when I hear it. Cause you know, my mom passed away six years ago. And so mm-hmm. I think about that sometimes as well. And some of the different things, especially the line. Um, so there's, there's, there's a line in, in here, uh, where he says, um, right before that, you know, he does the whole, um, the nurse asked, I asked the nurse, did you do the research? She asked me, can you sign some teachers, but t-shirts, bitches, you smoke your reefer. You can't, you see the art. But the line where he says, um, Magic Johnson got a cure for AIDS and all the broke motherfuckers passed away. You telling me now, you telling me if my grandma was in the NBA right now, she'd be okay. But because she was just a secretary working in the church for 35 years, things are supposed to stop right here. Like that, that piece mm. of line right there especially after having lost my mom because we went through so much shit and it was like oh well you know her insurance. and it's like bitch she's a teacher what the fuck you need to tell me if we just had better money for insurance she'd be fine like i always thought about that and so that little piece that particular line too right there because i do think about that even even if you take my mom out of the equation right it's true people get money they fine Every nobody worried for tom hanks when he got covid Everyone was yeah. like, ah, he'd be fine. <laughs> like He's Tom Hanks. He got Tom Hanks' money. He got Tom Hanks' name. He'd be fine. But mm-hmm. if it was just whoever, it would be like another person. Oh, well, you didn't have the money. You didn't have the insurance. And so then it's just like America is trash. And then I think about like how this like whole, if you have money and a name, then you'll get something and you'll be fine. But if you have none of that, then just die on the street. So it, it makes me think about that as well
0: yeah there's a lot of unfairness and inequality in the medical system and so many things are set up around do you have yeah. the money to be sick like we live in a country where you can really i mean you can upend it upend your life financially with a sprained ankle it just depends on what random number they yeah. signed like it's it's so scary and it's so sad and it's like you're right this is such a truthful song Like it is, it's just, it's him being so sincere Mm -hmm. and talking about something that really matters to him. And I mean, you don't hear that so much in his work now. I don't know if it's just like where he's evolved to or devolved to sometimes. I think it's
1: definitely a devolve when it comes to Kanye. I think, again, he is one of my top five. I will never sit here and say Kanye West is one of the best rappers of all time. That would be a lie. In Jay Z's world. But I do think that Kanye is an artist. I think the problem with Kanye is Kanye has an idea of what an artist is supposed to be, and therefore that's what he's acting like. Not to add on, add, not just to add on to the fact that he's probably bipolar, right? Oh, but he's yeah, he like, is. oh, I'm no, supposed to be an individual in order to be a good. Yeah, it's like he, he also, I, I feel like he thinks like I have to be a tortured individual in order to be a good artist. So therefore I'm going to torture myself. And it's like, Kanye,
0: what you're doing is you're torturing us because it's annoying. It's, so I got to ask, since you chose this really interesting format of picking artists, it actually makes me want to dig into each character. So I'm curious, you got your favorite Kanye song. What is your least favorite Kanye song? What Kanye song makes you hit skip every the, the time? The Jesus album. The the, The (laughs) Yeezus album. The entire Yeezus album? album. album. The whole Yeezus album. So you mean to tell me there are no no redeemable tracks on Yeezus? Not one. Not no. Maybe 30 seconds of a track. Now when you look up the phrase Yeezus album, the first question is, is Yeezus a good album? So there are a lot of people who maybe agree with you. (laughs) A but honestly, song?
1: I think um so there there's a, I, I not to promote another person. Well, I'm actually not gonna say the name. There's another really great podcast where they analyze uh albums, quote that unquote. Everyone not heard. Great you albums, can say their name. One track, okay. Uh, dissect. If anyone has heard that, so they analyze an album one track at a time. Okay, and cool. So they've done. Kanye That's not what we do before. here. I'm funny. Uh, for uh-huh. example. <laughs> Right. This is like a very serious introspective look uh, lyric by lyric, song by song. And so, okay. for example, they've done My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. They've done uh Damn by Kendrick Lamar. They did the visual album. They did Beyoncé's visual album, which was cool. Uh um, They recently just did uh yeah, the they recently just did Childish Gambino. Uh they they recently just did Childish Gambino. And coincidentally, they did Jesus. And mm. I didn't listen to that season because I don't give a fuck. That what? album is the most Kanye jacking off Kanye. You
0: it's know like what my watching, favorite thing about it's
1: like watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood by Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> it's like we know you, we know you fucking love yourself, Quentin Tarantino. You didn't have to put it in a movie. That's <laughs> what I feel, Jesus is.
0: So it's just completely self-congratulatory to you. It doesn't feel like it just should exist. I will say, the funny thing is my favorite track off of Yeezus it is... It's the is worst
1: version of Kanye. It is the worst version of Kanye.
0: My favorite track off of Yeezus is probably lyrically the worst one. But it just, it's so well produced. It just earworms in my heart. Bound to. <laughs> I just... Ah! like I, I just get the, it. Wh- yes it's the sample
1: yes it's the sample i mean it's just the sample
0: when he says i want to fuck you hard on the sink turn around and give you something to drink i mean stupid i mean damn what would jeromey Romy Romy rome Rome think Uh, like it's not good have you ever asked your bitch for other bitches like it is like
1: (laughs) bitches And here's the thing about Kanye, especially. And I don't know if any, if anyone's ever truly sat down and. I mean, listen, go from album number one, track one, that fucking Bernie Mac sketch, all the way through the shit that he's not gonna release for us. Cedric the Entertainer Donda, actually, but Be going. still. Cedric, oh. Oh, it was it?
0: I, I weirdly kidding. keep up with which comedians are on albums. That is one of my dreams is for a musician to say, Jasmine, can you just talk some shit on my track? Like, that's what I want to do. If a musician I is like- I would love that. I would love that. Can we get back to that era? That is, actually has I, to do with the question I'm going to ask you later. But literally that is like, we need to have- I, I want to hear Tiffany Haddish just randomly talk some shit on somebody's next album. Like, that is- the, It just makes sense. I I agree. But no, I just
1: oh, I hate Jesus. It's a stupid fucking album. It's a stupid fucking album. It's, First of all, you were like it, possessed. If you by the if patron. you truly listen, if you but if you truly listen, to, if you're a Kanye fan or you want to listen to Kanye from album one all the way up in town now, there's another thing that I'll I'll point out about Kanye as a lyricist. He repeats lines. He will mm-hmm. use the same line on one album and carry it all the way through. Not like a callback. Like, I don't think that nigga remembers he said it already. Like, I
0: don't. I, I he think he believes write, if he said something lyrics, good once. I know. <laughs> he's, it's good if for Kanye everyone. were a comedian, if Kanye were a comedian, he'd be the guy who makes the same sketch and puts it on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and then also types it out and puts it on Twitter. Uh, then posts Then takes a picture of the screenshot and puts a screenshot on Instagram, which I do now. Because like, weirdly, my screenshots of my and then do performs better than my it tweets. at an open mic. Yep. yep. I don't understand
1: yep. how Twitter works. You know, I don't. I try every once in a while, and I'm like, I don't get it.
0: I I don't know, man. Social media. I I posted some stupid little funny thing I thought was funny on, on TikTok, And now I got all of these heterosexual men bothering me and I'm like, Oh, I, I wish I hadn't done this. So like, I can't ever figure out what did like I do? That. Yeah.
1: So, but yeah, absolutely love Kanye. One of my favorites roses, definitely. Um, one of my favorite songs from him, especially uh, just overall. Cause I feel like it's the most honest, but you, you know, does Kanye have some issues? Yup. I'll be the first person to tell you. (laughs) Sure as fuck does.
0: It's a hard yes. It's gonna be. It's gonna be yep for me. All right, you got two more tracks. Break them down for me. or or are whatever you are doing today, Rachel.
1: (laughs) I got two more tracks. The next track is gonna come from left field. If you know anything about me, you know that I will die on this fucking. hill the backstreet boys (laughs) are the greatest band in the land and my song is gonna be the call by the backstreet boys
0: wow okay um see here at rhythm and bay podcast we're all about embracing opinions no matter how wrong they are sometimes people believe backstreet boys are better than Sing, and some people are wrong wrong Wrong.
1: and those people (laughs) are jasmine carolina ellis gasket uh, you know some people they just they, they don't know things and you can't be mad because someone else is ignorant like Jasmine um, and anyone else who agrees that sync had a chance against the Backstreet Boys you probably think for, you probably think you know 98 Degrees had some good shit too but you know sometimes you to just your
0: heart. <laughs> you must be true to your heart <laughs> you don't remember <laughs> <laughs> they were on the soundtrack to move on what, was what the do you want
1: they... in the boxing match what was the one um, and they were in the boxing ring oh <laughs> it was oh just nick
0: oh i know what you're talking about. Brother in
1: the boxing 98
0: ring? degrees boxing match i know what you're talking about it was like yeah. it was like a slowdown it, it was like they were trying to be um it's the hardest so like thing I'll uh, ever have, have to lie. Ever have to? Yes! <laughs> man, 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 man. So look Boy bands to back and then. And
1: tell you I don't love you.
0: Yes, because Boy bands back then, they were so good at music that was basically gaslighter chic. It was a thing where they would make a song that's like, hey, girl, I really do love you, and you're perfect in every way. But sometimes a man just needs to fuck your sister. Like that was like, and it's killing me inside (laughs) to say this, but I just want you to know, and then it would just.
1: Okay, so I'm not gonna fight with you on Backstreet Boys.
0: Cause I will tell you this, Backstreet Boys, if you look it up online, they win. They have had more number ones than NSYNC. They were together longer and they're still touring. Uh, They're still touring in Vegas. So like- And they are in Vegas. They are numerically a better group. Chris Kirkpatrick works
1: at Papa John's. Chris Kirkpatrick works at Papa John's. No, he doesn't. Come after me.
0: No, he doesn't. No, he's Stop with the slander. At is
1: funny. Come after me. Lance Bass is still trying to catch a ride to space. Come for me. You, you can't know if Jeff
0: Bezos will let him. You say Chris Kirkpatrick works at Papa John's? Are you? Jeff Bezos you... ain't
1: going to let him go. Joey Fatone can't find his keys right now. That's what he's up to, looking for his keys so he can go get his kids something to eat from McDonald's. That's
0: what Joey Fatone is doing. Just he saying. does not work at Papa John's. Were you just making that up to fuck with me? Because I really believed it. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to look it up and I could not find any proof.
1: Oh, man. Uh... PD Pablo works at Lowe's. Petey Pablo works at Lowe's on Thursdays and Fridays.
0: I hope he does. I'm going to be in North Carolina next month at the Idiot Box. Uh, You can find me there August 21st and then I will go (laughs) to the local Lowe's and take my shirt off, split it around my head, do it like a helicopter uh, and see if I can just maybe that's like the bat single for PD Pablo and he'll just like come up (laughs) behind the hammers. (laughs) Okay. Back it, track it, backtrack it, backtrack it. So before we got into a full on war about BSB versus it's so (laughs) funny how that is like That is like a primal call between millennials. Like it just, it does. It really does. It it. is. You know what's fun is for Black girls We don't have any fights when we 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 can't pick sides because there was only one group. So all of us just loved B two K, and we never have to fight about it. Like, did you not love B two K? Bump bump bump. Yes. Okay. Bump
1: bump bump. So I'm at the Bronco Bowl. Come on, Bronco oh. Bowl. I also saw him when they were on tour with Little Bow Wow, and Little Bow Wow's bitch ass showed up an hour late because he just had to go to the mall and get some shoes. I remember that Rashad. I remember that every time I see your do rags at the hair supply store.
0: <laughs> Coming for Shad Moss's <laughs> neck. Coming for his neck. All right, boo. All right, boo. Tell me what the back, which Backstreet Boys song belongs on the soundtrack of your life the call. Oh, you already said this. I'm so sorry. Okay. Why the call? Because to me, that is not one of their better songs.
1: Girl, that's that is that is one of my favorite songs. That song just gets me oddly hyped. I mean, uh, that song could come on. I could be sleep, wake up to go pee. That song could come on at 3 o'clock in the morning while I'm droggy trying to not trip and kick my toe on the way to the toilet. And I will get so fucking hype. That song, I don't know
0: why. It really does all of that for you.
1: Yes, man. It's just so. Uh AJ has never sung better on lead. Like, it's it's the way. It's I don't God, what is it? It's I think it's just like. I know exactly what it is. So they have the song comes on right, do 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 do, and they have this like shitty ass sketch in the beginning where he like calls to say he's not coming home and the woman is just acting stupid and lost on the phone and then the song like that goes off and then aj comes in i think it's the way he says destiny because he goes let me tell you a story about the car that changed my destiny like
0: there's something (laughs) (laughs) that is Okay, so you and I have like different ears when it comes to the pop spectrum. Because the thing that annoys me the absolute worst about that time is it was like there was some vocal coach. Someone needs to do the sketch, but it would seem like I was ripping off Jasmine, um Jess, uh, Jess Williams. But it was like in the '90s, black people were like, oh, hey. and then in the 2000s, white people were like, oh. and it's just like this open wide, uh, open, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the, that? it's the <laughs> It's
1: the invention of vocal fry. It's the invention of vocal fry.
0: Call that changed my destiny. I know exactly what you're talking about. And that makes me want to hit skip every time. Me and time. my boys H-wing went it. out
1: just uh, out of the misery. Was about to uh, uh, like, uh, uh, Like there's something about, I
0: don't, that shit does Spell. it for me. I got a challenge time. for you. Spell destiny the way he says it. Spell it for me real quick. DESTINATE. OK, um, <laughs> DESTINATE.
1: So it would be D-E-S-T, DES, dash, dash t- T-I, net dash. Phonetically, it would then be K-E, K-N-E-E, dash, N-E, dash, N-E.
0: <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Okay, so that triggers like the opposite of a fight or flight response for you. It gets you going. You feel positive. You feel energy. Just, would you put this Bruh. in like a like a a
1: workout playlist for you? I sure the fuck would, and it already is. I have a workout playlist. Everyone can go follow it if you would like. It's called Run Bitch Run. And um uh, <laughs> you can follow it's on there with lots of other goodies it's not all pop music i swear but that song came on after i was leaving uh my workout class or whatever the other morning tired as hell i was like man i don't know how i'm gonna make it back home that song came on and i was like i'm about to brisk walk across these streets (laughs)
0: i'm in love i love it so much your dedication is so beautiful to this. I love it. All right. I think we're ra- <laughs> it's time to wrap it up. Let's get to our last song. You've got, or, or artists, however you want to do. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What is your least favorite Backstreet Boys song? Yes. Because I like the pattern we're doing with this. And I already know there's no least favorite. Uh, you can't have a least favorite Earth, Wind, and Fire song. You just can't. So I'm not even going to entertain that. But your least no, favorite song. No, I Backstreet. can't.
1: I've, I've tried. Oh, gosh. My least favorite... Backstreet Boys song. I, I mean, I'm not a fan of the newer DNA album, but it's not bad. They have this really good Biggie cover, so it kind of makes up for it. But I'm gonna have Backstreet? to go all the way back to, or not a cover, but like a sample. It's hot. Howie is singing. Like it's like I'm a fine. I'm a send to you. Um, my least uh-huh. favorite is gonna be from the the Black and Blue album, and it's i don't know if it's my least favorite but i don't like it i skip it every time it's um shape of my heart Not shape of my... i hate that shit i i don't oh, I like remember that one supposed to sing. i don't like I that song. That.
0: skip skip i see you skip. don't you don't like a whiny ballad <laughs> Yeah, I a, don't like a, a lot of Nick Carter on
1: my tracks either. I don't, I don't like a lot of Nick on my. He, he's the the uh, unpopular opinion. Backstreet Boys fans, Backstreet Boys do not need Nick Carter, and they never <gasps> did.
0: They gonna kick you out the fandom. That Die is their that god.
1: Deal. No, they're not.
0: They she never care? needed
1: Nick Carter. They
0: never needed him, and they don't need him now. He still can't sing, so. But he was you know what his purpose was at the time is because boy bands were products. And his his purpose was, he, was a cute he was he was a cute boy. He was a young one. We all need every band needed a young one. And it's yeah. so funny to think that they're all fifty now and the young one is like, oh he's he's a cute forty-three. Um, like, <laughs> oh man. That is so funny. Um Shaping My Heart was cute. It's a it's a nice whiny begging ass ballad. Every group has a begging ass. Girl don't go, believe right. me. I know I did you wrong. Filler ballad, ballad. yeah. Right. It's a filler ballad. There's a lot of those on albums. Yeah, I do have to agree with you though. Nick was the least talented vocally, but he was so pushed in our face. Oh, I used to hate the way he would go. Am I sexy <laughs> so <laughs> so that
1: that song. You know how they go. Um, everybody, and then they each ask a question. They're like, Am I? Da, da, da. And I would always be like, "Yeah," and then when Nick says, "Am I sexual?" I would always be like, "No,
0: no, <laughs> no." You would troll them Who all gave by
1: yourself.
0: You sure just be what. in your I, little bedroom, ten years old, trolling with your with boo, your Kel- your Hello Kitty boo. boombox, boo, boo. <laughs> You already knew you hated this man. I would, Ooh, I would man. look at my
1: poster, I would look at my poster and I would be like, Hey, AJ. I'd be like, All right, Brian, looking like a sexy crash bandicoot. I'd be like, All right, Howie, you here? That's fine. And then Nick, I would and then I'd see Kevin, I'd be like, Oh, that sexy old vampire. And then Nick, I'd be like, You, you trash, go back to growing pains where you came from. I don't like you. I don't I like you. Just-
0: I don't know. To me, all the boys in Backstreet Boys seem too grown and too hairy. They, 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 they look like werewolves to me. Because None they of, were grown. Because they, they were, were grown. grown.
1: Nick was 14. Nick was like 14, 15 when everyone else was over the age of 21. It
0: just, <laughs> they and were had that. I just do not. I never understood the appeal of Backstreet Boys over over, NSYNC, NSYNC was better dancers. They had better vo- vocals. They just were a better group. What? Man. No, I'm,
1: you're not about to do that, no, ma'am. You're not about to say NSYNC had better vocals when the only two people singing were Justin Timberlake and Jay Z. Shazay, you have never have heard Chris Kirkpatrick.
0: Yes, I have. Chris Kirkpatrick. You have S- never heard. That's promise problem. that's his high notes no. No, 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 Take it back. Drive myself crazy. Chris, Chris Kirkpatrick. Bassett, Patrick, all the high
1: that notes. No, <laughs>
0: This the only the time I've ever heard Joey Fatone this,
1: sing is never. Rachel, know.
0: this has the energy of a really intense sports debate. We gotta pull it back. We, gotta <laughs> we have gotta pull it back. We gotta pull this Liz, part back. <laughs> I can. I, I can. I'm just imagining this, being a listener. This right question. Now, this is why you moved out, right? This. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not. It's not. This what if I made people think backstreet
1: voice <laughs> man? This conversation of backstreet Boys versus in is something that will break up marriages, I think. Like this is like some for real divisive shit. If if I could I will forgive you for you know hitting somebody with your car, but if you're gonna sit here and honestly sit here and tell me that that. Fucking Chris Kirkpatrick can out sing Howie, then we gonna have that's not gonna work. he can. I never heard Howie
0: sing. Howie can't sing. Like,
1: okay, they were until Howie sings the lead on 90% of the songs.
0: No, No. it's all AJ and Nick. Yes, he does. No, it's not. Well, you know I'm not a fan. I thought it was AJ, Nick, and Brian. I honestly so, couldn't remember any Howie voice. No, voices. okay.
1: I will say this. Brian 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 can sing, but Brian and Howie's voice are almost identical. And before So you got the two useless like ones, Second is album, what you're it was me. pretty much
0: So two mediocre times. Brian is the lead life. singer. What you mean? Oh no. <laughs> oh, man. oh, Brian, is I'm mixing Howie doing? and uh Kevin. Because is... Kevin was unnecessary.
1: Kevin's the bass, just like uh like uh Lance. Lance. They're, they're the bass you're not really gonna get they're not gonna get a solo for the boo, 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 boo. first of all lance like, was the bass and then his
0: last out. name was bass amazing right like i mean you just couldn't have they right. just scratched every itch a girl could have they just they and they were better okay give me this you gotta or give boy. me this sync was better dancers no are you serious
1: they all have the same choreographer
0: they no, but Insync was—they were better dancers. They were way better I, dancers. I will give you—I will give you i, I will—I will, will give you that.
1: Insync definitely gave us some dance moments. Some de- <laughs> the VMA performance when Michael came out and he did the robot yeah. offbeat. Um, I'll, I'll give you that. Insync definitely gave us some mo, some choreography.
0: I just feel but like instantly oh, I don't know. You know what? You got your valid. I will say, I mean the numbers don't lie. The numbers support Backstreet Boys getting a better group. You just said this would break up marriages, and now I just realize I don't know where my husband stands on this. There are two things I don't know about my husband that could really make a break. I don't know what his chin looks like. He's had a beard our whole marriage. I don't know what his chin looks like. <laughs> and I don't know what his referred, I gotta reevaluate my life. We may not make another shutdown. I don't know what's gonna
1: you know,
0: in my I don't it's even know what day. Alex
1: is I don't think I've ever seen Alex's uh, face before now that no. you say it I don't think I've ever seen Alex's face one time That's he taped
0: it real close and I was like don't you ever do that shit again don't you ever do that shit again <laughs> <laughs> don't you ever do that shit again alright girl it is really wrapping up towards the end of the episode so was that we got one more and then okay. I gotta ask a question then we're out one more Yep.
1: okay the final track is from, uh, the, the final track is Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood by Nina Simone.
0: Nina Simone. I'm not going to bother asking you a least favorite Nina. I don't think, right? Would you agree? There's just, there's no flops. I think. It's not possible. Like... It's, I've never, I've never skipped a Nina Simone. I feel like with a uh, with early artists, they just if it wasn't good, it wouldn't go on the album. There wasn't filler like that, you know what I mean? So that's wow. Right? Why that? Why that specific song? What's your connection to it? So that is actually
1: the first Nina Simone song I ever heard, um, and it was there's a billion different versions of her singing it, of course, but this particular one, I think it wasn't the Carnegie Hall concert, but. Fuck, I can't remember, but there was a, a really, there was a lot going on with the piano too, cause you know, she's, she's that's what she does. And, but it just hit me so much. There's there's not a Nina Simone song that I can't hear that won't like hit me in my soul. That woman's voice and uh, her musicality is unmatched and no one will ever be as great as her, period, point blank, end of story, close the book, put it back on the shelf. Um. Uh, But because I feel misunderstood a lot, I think I'm a really nice, fun person. I think I'm very cute and bubbly and blah, blah, blah. But for so long growing up, it was the complete opposite. I don't think I've changed personality-wise, but for so long growing up, I was fat, I was ugly, I was not funny, I wasn't talented, I wasn't good at anything, I'm never going to like, that was the energy that the outside world was getting, giving me. And you know, when you're younger, other people's opinions matter more. And for 30 some odd years, that's how I felt about myself, because that's all I ever knew. But when I first heard that song, I was like, whoo, who is this woman yelling at me? Because you didn't have to do me like that, Nina. Um, and then that just sent me down a spiral of Nina Simone that I am so thankful
0: to go down every Sunday because I just listen to her every Sunday. Oh, wait, say it again because I can't hear you. Oh, sorry. The, the, the people doing the floor are <laughs> hella loud, so I just turned my mic off so you could, like, speak in oh, the spirit. I just thought gotcha. it was great that you said you do it every Sunday. For me, I have little routines I do on Sundays in particular because it feels like restarting your week. Does it make you feel recharged in a way? Why, why Nina? Why Sunday?
1: Well, Sunday is, like, uh... There's something about the spirit of Sunday that makes you more introspective, I think, mm-hmm. and so Sunday will be the day that I clean. Um, Sunday Sunday is a jazz day. Like I love listening to jazz on Sunday. I I can listen to it on. I can listen to it now, but I'd I, I like to do it on Sunday. Um, but it's like soothing. It's like calm. There's a there's 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 Nina for every occasion, right? Mm-hmm. But. Um, if you for me, it's she's so good to like wind down to nothing goes better with Nina than a sunset and a glass of wine. And I know how old that makes me sound, but I don't even know. Um, you,
0: you know what? Stand in it, man. I am so for 30 year olds standing in your 30 ism just be 30 girl. Yes, yeah, stand in it.
1: <laughs> but like, that, uh, there's just, Nina will rock you to your soul every time. And it's not even just her voice. You can listen to her albums where it's just her playing the piano. My God, like the talent in that woman. So yeah, man, it's, it's just a ritual for me now though. I'll clean my plants, you know, clean the room, clean the, clean up a little bit, make me something fancy to eat. Fancy. But like, make me something to eat. Grab some wine. do some you, you
0: a fancy bitch when it comes to the kitchen. You were the only person I. You were you were the only person I knew who was roasting Brussels sprouts in two thousand seventeen. Like now, it's trendy. But for two years, it's were. trendy. <laughs> S- setting
1: trends all over the
0: world. <laughs> it is. It is. You are a, a trendsetter, a pioneer, a talent all on your own, and. I just think it's so wonderful, the connection you talk about with feel like, especially a particular song, Please Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood and feeling seen and understood by that song. That is, that's kind of what this whole thing is about, the music that really connects and makes us who we are. So I love that song so much and love that you shared that with us. Thank you so much for sharing the playlist of your life. Let's give Rachel a round of applause. And now we have made it through our history lesson and now um, usually we have a section here where readers can send in their questions for advice. So if you have a life question you want us to answer in the vein of Delilah and the quiet storm, I'm here to help you. If you need advice with love, yes, relationships, works, trust in us. But... Yahoo's have not been sending me information, sending me questions, and that's okay. Um, so we don't have anything like that. But I do have a question for you, Rachel. All right, here is my yes. user-driven question today: Which song has the best interactive? Not interactive—that's the wrong word. Which song has the best talking skit in it? Remember the era of music where there would be like a small segment, maybe a boy and a girl would argue, maybe Got a it. phone call. Oh, you got it? Oh, you got it? You got it for me? Which, which your favorite I got it. On track? I got it immediately. I didn't even have,
1: to, I didn't even have to think about it. And honestly, it's not even just a, a track. It's the whole album. Miseducation by Lauryn Hill has the best side tracks of all fucking time. That's the only, those are, even the skits that I absolutely love, I will skip them from time to time. I have never skipped uh, one from Miseducation, Education Lauryn Hill.
0: I love which one's your favorite? I think when I think of my favorite, it's the one where the classroom is talking about love, and one of them, the 12 mm-hmm. year olds has some really profound stuff about like someone who sees you and, and treats you like an equal. Like for twelve, I was like, oh, she got a good hand on her shoulders.
1: Yeah, yeah I am at nineteen. Then, there's, or there's the the one that I love is. Uh... <laughs> When when they when he was like, all right, you tell me then, if you know the teacher. And she was like, well, maybe they never been in love or something. Like she does yes. like that. And then um, someone else jumps in and they're like, well, maybe because um, being in love with someone is like you love them for no matter what he or she do, no matter what he or she say, no matter what he like. And then someone he in the back is like, like, man, she preach it. He's like, I right. like that. <laughs> I love that one. Oh, cause she preaches. She's he's like, man. She closed the book on that. One. We can end that conversation right now. I love <laughs> like, where where are they now? Where is the group of twelve year olds from the Miseducation Lauren Hill album? Where is that class of
0: kids? That feels like. You know, whatever equivalent like cocoa butter or whatever, like Refinery Twenty Nine, whatever black version of BuzzFeed does these kind of things. Some should reunite the miseducation of y'all. Can steal my idea. Reunite Born the Hill. miseducation yeah. of Lauren Hill kids. Get them together in nah, a room don't and ask steal them the it same questions.
1: Nope. <laughs> oh, ooh, no. the same question. Yeah, don't steal it.
0: Copyright, Rachel. Hall This and is a Jackie good ass. You know what? why don't we pitch this idea, girl? <laughs> like, let's just pitch this idea. That's see. a
1: good, like, but honestly, I would watch that documentary. I would watch that documentary, maybe like an hour long, just pull them all together. Yeah, that'd just be so to good them. to see. Like, but, I just ooh, hit the mic. They... And then also, though, the sketches from Kanye's very first album, would
0: said, being like, uh, Bernie Mac. I, uh, I want to confirm that it's Cedric the I want to confirm that it's Cedric the Entertainer, but I know it's not Bernie Mac. Yeah, it's not Bernie. Cedric the Entertainer. Although, you know what's funny is is Bernie's from um, uh, Chicago, so you would think it would be Bernie. Maybe it is. I know D-Ray Davis is on one of them. Who's the voice of the administrator in Wake Up Mr. West? Wake up, Mr. West. Mr. West. Um. Oh no, it is D. Ray yeah. Davis impersonating. Bernie it is Pat. D. Ray. Oh, that is a solid uh, <laughs> Cedric entertainer in because that is not D. It's Ray's s- normal speaking voice. It was. At and he all, he says, "You know not about this. Not <laughs> Like it is definitely a solid Im- intert- imitation. Uh, yeah, wait for sure.
1: No, um, it's so Cedric. I I would. Say- Say those. No, it's Cedric.
0: According to, no, okay, I'm sorry. That was a Reddit post, so Reddit can be wrong. According to just some yeah, no, it's Cedric the Entertainer. It's, D-
1: it's D-Ray Davis.
0: It's not Cedric. Yeah, it's
1: D-Ray Davis. Uh-uh, it's not Cedric. It's D-Ray. Um, on this particular album, now maybe he's maybe Cedric's doing it on, uh, graduation, the next album, because yes. that's on there. He does, he does it right before that that track with um old buddy from Maroon Five, Adam Levine. He's on that.
0: <laughs> 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 Nobody, everyone knows what we're talking about. I'm sure. I love that song. I love that us. song. Heard him say, "There we go." We were like, <laughs> we yeah. were singing everything but the lyrics. That's I just, because, I, I, I
1: always remember the 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 bell, the ding, 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 ding I love that part. Oh, uh, it's one of those songs. But yeah, those were some C. pretty good. I will. Yeah, yeah, but I will always remember. um Like I'll, I'll always remember. Like a
0: broke, <laughs> broke, 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 broke. We ain't got it. Broke. Got it broke. broke, 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 five broke. Like I will, I will
1: always remember that.
0: That is the intro to the song. He came Rides in the house low. with new shoes, new shoes. Like <laughs> we go outside, we got the only clothing on. What do we got? Nothing. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so a a little a little background for you guys it's (laughs) off of late registration which is skit two and the cadence in which they're speaking is a reference to black greek letter organizations or bglo's such as alpha phi alpha kappa alpha psi and iota phi theta if you will oh let me not forget the sigmas and the q's before anyone comes for me but anyways it is to mimic that yeah do not come for
1: 1911 do not come for 1911 q get this (laughs) aka she's coming for your necks come on <laughs> browns brown and golds iotas i don't know what they call y'all but come come through
0: kyle barker come get your girl Wait, i minute. made a joke on twitter the other day about how i hope we don't get to the kappa all the way to the kappa variant and then it just causes uncontrollable shimmying and i thought I, that was th- hilarious thank you i screenshotted that and put it on Instagram, because I was like, not enough Black people follow me on Twitter because this did not get the deserve the the heat it deserves. (laughs) Like it just it no. Black Greek organizations are just building. I thought it was hilarious. Thank you, thank you very much. All right, so you you got a fantastic vote for the best sketches, and I agree. I think it's the miseducation of Lauren Hill, honestly one of the greatest albums, point blank period. And there's so many great sketches. For me, I'm gonna come way out of left field, and you're gonna disagree with me, but this is my favorite. It doesn't have to be the best but my favorite sketch on an R&B song is when, I like when Alicia Keys calls that man from her job. I just, I think it is so cute. Ah, I love that. (laughs) Are you serious? I love that. Hello, may I speak to Michael? Yeah, it's me with the braids. Like, I fucking love that sketch. And one thing that's great is Alicia actually learns the language of whatever country she's in and does that sketch in so if she's in Indonesia, she learns how to like say it in that language. If she's in, in Mexico, she does it in Spanish. She has Good taught herself her. that. My favorite thing though is that she says that he orders because the special I think is like collard greens and pork chops with the hot chocolate. And I right. like this man. With a hot chocolate. Goes, that shit don't go. No. He's She's been giving so this man diarrhea for a month because she has a crush on him.
1: <laughs> That's what I heard. The first time I heard that album, I was like, so you've been making this nigga sick? Is that what you're telling me? That <laughs> was my he... very first thought. My second if thought I... was, you stalking ass bitch. Who calls somebody out the out the thing? I'll tell you how many <laughs> well... black women work there, and got braids? Come on now. <laughs> but then I was oh like, who
0: my... this sweet? I never thought about this. Oh my God, what if... More than one of them had braids and he thought he was on a date with a whole other one and he was like, Oh.
1: Right. Oh, you're Alicia. I thought you get there, he was like, Oh. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. All
0: right. Young me thought that was the coolest move in the entire world. I thought, and that has led to nothing but heartbreak, because you never ask a man on a date. Um, (laughs) Oh, <laughs> nothing but heartbreak thanks alicia thanks for nothing uh, i'm kidding it's a great sketch this is gonna wrap it up for us today we talked about damn near everything and everyone i had so much fun thank you so much rachel for coming in with your own format doing whatever you yes. want yes <laughs> okay so i absolutely it's love it <laughs> It was honestly great. Now I'm, I'm going to start asking people what their least favorite song by an artist is, because that was a fun answer. You said all of these, is, like, you picked 12. You pick, the entire album one. is garbage. Overachieving, right? I asked you for one, you gave me 12. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for today. Tell <laughs> us where we can find you, where you're going to be performing, everything. Tell us where we can find you.
1: Yes, 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 yes. So if you want to follow me, and I know you do, because why wouldn't you want to listen to this beautiful southern voice talk shit and so um if you want to find me follow me at rachel hall is funny r-a-c-h-e-l-h-a-l-l is funny um please don't try to make my name more ethnic than it already isn't it's just rachel rachel hall is funny that's on instagram that's on um what's it called Twitter. I have a TikTok, but I don't be using that shit because I don't know how. I'm old. And (laughs) make sure you also, if you want to see me perform, a guarantee Low-Key Funny at the Laugh Factory in Chicago. If you are located there, you can also follow Low-Key Funny on Instagram. And if you want to hear more of me talking shit, I got a little podcast called the Hood Novel Book Club. We just read the worst book written. Dead serious. Stop it. It was the worst thing I have ever read. I'm not joking. Was it worse not than just whole got Roaches was it- a hundred times. Y'all this the book art. that we currently read called "They They Want You Dead," an Illuminati novel slash a Black Lives Matter novel uh, by Solomon <laughs> is the hardest I've ever read. It is the hardest. I have ever read. <laughs> it is the closest I've ever listened to a book and it literally made me crack my phone. <laughs> I There's a crack.
0: Oh my god, she's showing us a cracked phone. Did you just throw So it Hood Novel them? the Hood Hood Novel Book Club?
1: So I was going to listen to it on my way, like walking back home. And I was already upset taking it out because we were recording in a couple hours and I hadn't finished the chapters because I just didn't want to. And so I took it out and I pressed play and my phone committed suicide and fell out of my hand and hit the ground. And it was like, no, no, (laughs) I don't want this. (sighs) So definitely go check out the Hood Novel Book Club.
0: Yes, Hood Novel Book Club. You can find them on Spotify, Stitcher, everywhere you listen to podcasts. And essentially, Rachel just breaks down some of everywhere. the best and sometimes worst books you've ever heard of or haven't heard of. It's, it's a beautiful yep. experience. I yep. am on a season one, book one uh, called That Ho Got Roaches with Corn Mills. And it is it was an adventure and I'll never forget it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, that's going to so wrap, wrap up. I'm so sorry for that, you know. I'm so sorry I had to put you through that. You know what I think is what you should be sorry for is the fact that my ass don't read. So Amazon thinks the only thing I read is Quan Mills. So every day, every week, they're like, have you tried reading This Bitch is a Ho by Quan Mills? You know what I mean? Like, it's always... That's the only books that get suggested to me are Quan Mills. Have
1: you ever... Have you ever thought about reading... Have you ever thought about reading Nigga, Get the Fuck Out of My Goddamn House
0: by Keisha McKnight? Like, What? (laughs) What? That's all they think I respond to. Oh, man. All right, y'all, that is going to wrap up this week's episode of Rhythm and Bay Podcast. If you're enjoying this, I need the encouragement. I'm a Pisces. I'm very fragile. Please, please give me five stars. Go to Instagram, <laughs> uh, Facebook, all of them. You can find me at Rhythm and Bay Podcast. Exactly like it sounds. It's Rhythm and B-A-E, like the term of endearment. Now, on Twitter, I made a big old mistake. It's Bay Rhythm and they will not let me fix it. Lord have mercy. Find me on Twitter <laughs> at Bay Rhythm <laughs> girl I have to say this again for every episode it's so embarrassing it's so embarrassing it is so embarrassing y'all I am struggling Damn. I'm a funny person with a lot of problems help me out if you thought I was funny make sure you check out Jasmine Ellis comedy on all of your things exactly like it sounds Jasmine Ellis comedy on Instagram Facebook and Twitter I'll see you guys next week with more rhythm more bay, more magic and more love keep it smooth bye shout to the Backstreet Boys <laughs>